Welcome to the Radio Life Sciences Podcast for a behind-the-scenes look into GSLS, made by students and educators for the scientists of tomorrow. Well, hi there. Uh, my name is Franke van Heiningen, and today I'm interviewing three wonderful guests of the GSLS communication profile. On one hand, we have the profile coordinator, Lisbeth de Bakker. Welcome. Hi, hi. And on the other hand, we have two ex-students. Welcome, Malika Weima and Eveline Meijers. Welcome, thank you. Okay, let's start with some information about the profile itself. So the first question I have uh, for you, Lisbeth, is how did you end up to be the profile coordinator? Well, actually, I kind of inherited it. When I started first in 2006, I started teaching science communication at Utrecht University. And one of my colleagues said that we had this long-standing bond between our uh, program and the Graduate School of Life Science in that we offered students for 33 EC, and that's actually the same amount of the minor research project, an opportunity to delve into communication and education. Initially, those first years, it was like 10 students per year, uh, but gradually it grew. And it's really nice to liaise with interested research students that are interested in communication and education. So how many students are in the profile right now? Per year, uh, we can welcome about 25 to 30. Those are not all graduate school of life science students, but we often have, well, a student from natural sciences. Uh, that's actually quite new. But next year, we will have more opportunity because they've now also made it officially part of their program. But we also have students from geosciences. So it's, it's really nice. It's a mixed group of students. Yeah, really diverse also. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> So what is the idea actually about the profile? What do students learn? The SEED profile is especially there for research master students who feel that a career in research in the lab is not really their uh, ultimate goal. And they sense as they go along in their studies that they have a need to communicate and to, well, some also feel the need to teach, to share information with other groups. Therefore, we've decided that the C profile is a nice opportunity for them. We give the opportunity to delve into communication and to um, informal science education. So that's all education outside of schools. For instance, you can think of museums or zoos or petting zoos in cities. And they come to us to learn more about how to share information about science in an informal way in different settings with different target audiences. And the great thing is that once they find their way to me, to the C profile, they often end up being very happy saying, yes, this is really what I like. And this is how I want to professionalize myself. <laughs> and I already uh, heard you saying something about like museum and other internships. But I was wondering, like, what elements does the profile consist of? Like, are there also courses? Yes, definitely. There's more than this one particular big internship that we offer. Of course, that's the most popular part because students all want to work and learn things in practice. So that's 20 EC of the 33 EC uh, profile. And in addition, we have three extra courses. One of them is a very practical course. It's called Communicating Science with the Public. In this course, the students learn how to write a popular science article of about 800 words on a science issue that's close to their heart. So it could be immunology 
or uh, environmental biology or climate change, sustainability. And they make a, in teams of four or three students, a small video clip to go with that. So it's very practical, learning the practical skills of communication. And then we have a special course of 3EC, uh, which, call, which is called Engaging Scientists with the Public. It's a fully online course. This is actually focused on the most difficult form of science communication that's bringing researchers and the public together and to work on something together. Sometimes the public or lay people have interesting information that will improve the research of researchers or they have interesting data that they can offer, or maybe they want support in making good decisions that are relevant for their health. Then we have made a new change to the program. We used to have a compulsory course, but now you can choose from four different courses as your final course for the C profile. One of them is issues and theories in science communication, which is a more theoretical course that gives you all the information about the theories and models that are useful in kind of talking to people about science and then motivate people to do certain things, for instance, in behavior. In addition, there is designing science education and communication, which teaches you all about all the steps you need to take to make a good educational product for informal science education. And then we have added uh, the course uh, Science in Society, which focuses on the dynamics between science and society and how these two interact. And the final one is professional skills and identity, which is actually a course that makes you focus on what's next after my master. What skills do I have? What do I still need to develop? For some students, it's really nice to be able to focus on that uh, during the C profile. And if I may then directly follow up onto this, what are then the career possibilities which open up for students who completed the C profile? I think that's a very relevant, but also important question. Uh, when a student asks me that before uh, he or she starts with the C profile, I always say, well, I think your, your career prospects or your prospects for a job are about the same as if you would stay in research, uh, because it's quite hard to get a good PhD position as well. So it's not a huge advantage, but it, it broadens your options. And from a study that I did a couple of years ago, from all the people who did the C profile, and those are, that's quite a lot, about 100, over 100 now, uh, we see that uh, a part of them stay in research, but they do a PhD and their professors all think it's great that they want to communicate because they are the one then on open days and interaction with the public. They really like that, so they have that extra skill. Quite a big group end up in communication jobs for instance, at a website about cancer. Some end up in advisory bureaus for ecology. And finally, what we also see is that some of them become teachers. So it's quite diverse. And the most uh, extravagant, the most maybe weird outcome of a job that I found was somebody who ended up in stock trading, but then sustainable stocks for one of the big banks in the Netherlands. So, okay. <laughs> you know... <laughs> Uh, somehow it opens up an awful lot of new opportunities. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Lisbeth, for this uh, general introduction about the profile. But now uh, let's move on to the students, Malika and uh, Evelyn. Evelyn, I would like to ask the first question to you. What is your educational background and why did you decide to sign up for the C-Profile? 
yes, of course I can. I just graduated from my master's called nanomaterial science. So it's not from the GSLS, but from natural sciences. Just as Lisbeth said, actually, I found out in my major research project that, that the research field is a bit too slowly, or maybe I am too impatient for doing research. I wanted to, it sounds so negative, but maybe research is also a bit too lonely for me. So I like to work with more people than only like a few colleagues in the lab. Yes, thank you. And Malika, uh, you have a background in biology, I heard. What inspired you to participate in the C-Profile? So back in uh, high school, I already really enjoyed tutoring. In that way, I found out that I really like telling people about nature and conservation and yeah, the environment. So that's kind of why I chose to do the C-Profile, so that I can yeah, distribute how important it is to learn about these things. <laughs> Now, listening to your motivation, I immediately wonder, did you also get the opportunity during the C-Profile to indeed distribute that knowledge? Yes, I, I did actually. In my internship, it was for Awans Dierpark. It's a zoo in the Netherlands. I created a game about uh, endangered animals so that the children could learn about how they live in the wild and what we humans can do to preserve them. So I really enjoyed uh, creating that game. And I also wrote in the courses about people eating less meat for the environment. So yeah, I really got the opportunity to do these things in the C-Profile. Well, that sounds great, Malika. And you, Evelyn, what did you do during your internship of 20EC? I did my internship at the Museum. It's a museum in The Hague. And there I designed well, what they call a museum lesson. So primary schools go to the museum and they follow a lesson of about one or one and a half hours. And for nine or 10 year old children, I designed a lesson about air and flying and how aeroplanes work. And I tried to make it both educational and playful. I think that's important. And now looking back, what would be the most memorable experience? I still remember the afternoon. The museum was already closed, but I still wanted to test the lesson that I made. Hmm. So I randomly found four children that wanted to participate. And that was amazing. It was four children that you don't know yet that go wild on some experiments that you make. Well, that's what I indeed would call a memorable experience. And now maybe uh, also looking back to the courses, which elements did you like the most about it, Evelyn? I followed the designing education and communication course, and there was one big project to design a lesson about, well, anything. So my group and me, we designed a lesson for the tutoring hour in high schools about sex. We designed a sex lesson that was so cool. It had a lot of elements to make 14-year-olds feel comfortable to talk about that, but also trying to teach them something, but also not be too teachy. So also let them have their own opinion and make sure that that's okay. So there were a lot of layers in only one project. I like that a lot. Yeah, interesting to hear. And for you, Malika, what were the most memorable experiences of the courses you followed? I really enjoyed communicating science with the public because uh, you had to make a video with a group and you had to make these uh, social media posts. And I really like to uh, be creative. And also it was nice to be able to work in a group in these strange times that we had to work from home a lot. So yeah, I thought it was really fun to really create something with keeping your target audience in mind, like how am I going to make an interesting post or video for them? Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. 
I think that was my favorite course. I also did issues and theories within science communication. And I really thought it was useful to have that background in mind. Yeah, the theories behind the science communication. Yeah, the, I think those were my most valuable <laughs> course experiences. And you also mentioned something about like, of course, we are living in a corona pandemic. Uh, and you have to work more from home. Did that affect uh, your experiences with the profile? Or? Um, I think especially it affected my experience with my internship. Because, uh, yeah, I, I sometimes got to go to uh, Alon's Dierenpark uh, and uh, I could work at the office, but um, not really frequently, of course. Um, and that I was really happy that I could still do the internship from home. But I didn't really get to experience the uh, the um, vibe of the organization that, of my internship. So that was, yeah, sadly the case. Uh, but I still really enjoyed the uh, assignments uh, that I was doing for them. Uh, and I think we really handled it well. Uh, all the online things, uh, all the meetings, uh, we really felt like a group. Uh, the, the whole, everyone that was doing the communication profile and luckily we had some real life meetings <laughs> and that was really <laughs> really hel really helpful it was good to hear from everyone what they were doing and uh, see what they were struggling with and you could you know exchange ideas and um, I think we handled it well <laughs> besides the challenges Malika already uh, mentioned Eveline what's uh, was the most challenging for you within the program yeah, I think reading a new type of literature. So the academic papers that you have to read in the course are so different from the academic papers that I was used to in chemistry. And they were much more wordy and there's a lot of statistics in it. Well, good to know. I wasn't aware of the difference either. Now I would like to move on to a more general uh, question. Malika, was the program as expected? Yeah, to me it was. Yeah, I think the uh, introduction was quite clear. Of course, I had to find out how to schedule all the yeah the courses next to my internship. And that was a bit, yeah, you really had to figure it out in the beginning. Like, oh, what is the, what do I have to do? When do I have to finish all, all my stuff? But uh, I, yeah, I was as I expected it to be actually it was both really practical due to the internship and theoretical, and I really liked that combination. So, yeah. Does the same account for you, Evelyn? Um, Well, I didn't really know what to expect on beforehand, but I can say that the courses that I followed were absolutely different than the courses that I used to follow. Also because I didn't follow the issues of theories. So I did two very practical courses next to the internship, and that was very different from just sitting in a classroom listening to the teacher and then making some exercises. It's been a few months since you uh, finished your profile, but like when you look back at it, what, what was the most inspiring thing you learned or experienced? Malika? Yeah, I think to me, the most inspiring thing was the general feeling when we were discussing things with the group that everyone was passionate about communication and everyone was very helpful to each other, thinking with each other like, oh, how can you maybe... Uh, deal with this uh, issue that you have and that was really inspiring to me just like the community feeling I think and seeing that with so many different topics that people were working on everyone created their whole own product and it was really 
really nice to see. So despite that all of the students were working on very different topics, you were still able to collaborate in a sense. Yeah, yeah, I really got that feeling and it was really, uh, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And Eveline, what is the most inspiring thing about the profile for you? Yeah, well, I think Milika already talked about that a little bit, but the, the broad variety in, in options, in educational options, I think that was what surprised me most. I was attracted to the educational part a little bit more than the communicational part, but also it has a lot of overlap, of course. There's so much to do when you, at the, I don't know, 12 students that we had last year. Well, Malika worked for a zoo and someone made a folder for the Alzheimer's patients. And that's so apart worlds within the same discipline. I think that surprised me the most. Would there be an opportunity for me to ask a question to my two former students? Would that yes, be of course. <laughs> okay. I was wondering, uh, Malika can go first in answering this. You finished off the C profile in February, and now you are continuing most probably with your studies, or maybe you're orienting yourself on a career. I would first like to know, what are you doing now? And second, is there anything that you already concretely have taken along from the C profile in what you are doing now? Uh, so, yeah, actually, I'm doing um, my major internship now. I'm uh, doing it at Naturalis Biodiversity Center. Uh, we are doing research to uh, find out what kind of insect biodiversity lives within the nest of uh, the European mole. <laughs> So it's quite uh, ecological, is that how you say it? <laughs> and uh, so it's really different. It's really, uh, yeah, just back to research. But uh, my supervisor from Naturalis, he is really uh, into communication. Sometimes it's at talk shows and things like that. So through him, I can see how you can communicate uh, as a researcher, find your way to communication as well. So that's really, really nice to see. Not really specifically anything within my own internship that I can use the communication for. But I, I do intend to, after I finish this master, to do another year to get my uh, teacher's degree. This is uh, something that uh, uh, the communication profile aspired uh, in me that I would like to find out if I maybe would like to be a teacher. <laughs> yes, great. Thank you very much. Evelyn? Yeah, so... When the, seed when the seed profile ended in February, I also graduated immediately, was the last part of my master's. And I do work now at um, the on-deck hall, it's called, so the... Discovery hall? Yeah, sort of a sort of discovery lab. Um, it's very new. We just opened in Utrecht, but it already has a bit larger sister in uh, Eindhoven. And we like to make children of primary school age enthusiastic about technique and technology by using stories and by using a lot of practical workshops. So that has nothing to do with chemistry anymore, but a lot with informal science education. So that I really, really took with me from the C profile. And in September, I will also start the educational master. So go for my teacher's degree, just like Malika. Two weeks ago, I cycled alongside the on deck of the Discovery Lab. Nice! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So now we heard a lot about your experiences during the communication profile, but I would also like to ask a more like critical question. Why would you not recommend to sign up for the C profile? 
what are the cons? Starting with Malika. Yeah, so I thought maybe if you are really into research and the details of research, it can be difficult to, yeah, to communicate this to a certain target audience. So if you really like the hard science behind your field of interest, maybe communication can be difficult. Yeah, I think then maybe you should just <laughs> stick to the research. But I think if you have a passion for communicating about your field of interest, then yeah, I would recommend it <laughs> to see profile. Do you have anything to add to that, Evelyn? I don't really think so. I think it should just suit you as a person, actually. And also the, the structure of the courses and also the internship can be quite open or freely. And you do have to like that. So it's not, well, as I said, it's not the strict thing as I was used to in school or in my bachelor and my master's, um, but it's more of an open structure in how you are working. And you do have to like that. If I may add, as your teacher and coordinator, I think the issue that Evelyn just raised is that you, it is a very busy and very intense C profile that actually asks from you that you take charge and you take responsibility for your own learning process. We give you all the opportunity in terms of development that you could wish, I hope, but then it's up to you to make the decisions, what to focus on, what is the ideal internship for you? How can I turn the contents of the courses in such a way that it fits my interests? So I can dedicate all my energy and all my hours because it's a lot of hours, but because all the students love it so much, they do it. But it's a lot of work and it has been very difficult for the students now in lockdown, as we see, to dedicate all that time when you're just on your own. So I'm hoping that after the summer, everything will be OK again and we can really see and interact with each other again. But it, it, it demands a lot from you and you need to have that love for communication and education. Otherwise, the... Uh, C profile is not your thing and uh, yeah it will be hard for you to get through it well thank you for sharing this and to end with a final remark from the students why do you recommend to sign up Malika so I would recommend to sign up if you're ready to learn something new because it is really different different than the typical things we we learn during our scientific bachelors, it's, there are totally new approaches. As uh, Evelyn mentioned already, the papers are really different. It's just a whole different field. And I really enjoyed exploring something new out, uh, other than the, the scientific research courses and internships I had done so far. So yeah, I think that would be my answer. <laughs> and Evelyn? Yeah, I think the answer on, on this question is the same as on the previous question. It should just suit you. As Lisbeth said, you do have to like it or to love it um, to either communicate about science or to educate about science. And if you do, then it's, then it's wonderful. So maybe it's good to also end with the practicalities. Uh, Lisbeth, where can students sign up? How it always goes, and I still like it that way, is that students send me an email. Uh, on the Graduate School of Life Science website, there is a full page giving you all the details about the C profile and giving you my email address. And it's a bit long, so I won't spell it out here. But how it usually goes is people send me an email and I will give them extra information and a link to the registration form with all additional information. 
then they enlist and then we'll start together looking for the ideal internship for this particular student. Uh, looking for this ideal internship often takes a bit of time. So if you want to start in September, you should register now. <laughs> We're now actually living at the end of April. So we have a deadline, but it's not a hard deadline. Uh, but it's just a deadline that is there to give us enough time to organize a good internship. Uh, so deadline beginning of May and then a start in September. If you want to start for in the second semester, so in February, then uh, register by the end of October at the latest. So we can do the trajectory together for a good start in February. I would like to thank students Malika and Evelyn for sharing their experiences during the C-Profile. Moreover, I would like to thank the Profile Coordinator, Lisbeth de Bakker, for giving us more insights in the profile itself. This episode was brought to you by Franca van Heiningen of the Radio Life Sciences team. Keep an eye out for the episodes of the other DSLS profiles as well. See you next time!